0: Oh, hey there. No. (laughs) Why? 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 Give me one. Why did you do that? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace Squarespace.com.
1: That's right. They make an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional... This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers. Aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Sometimes your life doesn't go the way you planned. Woo-hoo. A fork stuck in the road has left you in a chair. Write down your problems and explain what just went wrong mail it to if I were you show
0: at gmail.com if I were you if I were you if I were you if I were you the show awesome damn that was dope he 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 did a callback to the first terrible one that you did what do you mean but he made it better well I mean I wrote the original music so I think that's (laughs) sort of if anything, we elevated each other because I I gave him I gave him the the blueprint and uh-huh. yeah he brought it to life a little bit but he <laughs> built the exist. house <laughs> yeah yeah but, but would the house exist without the without the yeah. blueprint? You said build a house and he just made it from scratch. No, and then I, like, I did drew... a fifty fifty thing. This, I yeah. said make a you house. You know what? And did you record it. the intro? Did you ever record an intro? <laughs> Jesus, you rel- dick. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my tell god. Tell you what? let well, tell you what, man. You sing an intro right now. All right. One two. <clears> three. Go. Hey, if I were you, I would tell you that I would do that you today, and it's all right. Shit, that was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to If I Were You Show, or Welcome to If I Were You. I don't yeah. Know.
1: Welcome to If I Were You,
0: <laughs> the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. And I'm Jake. And yeah, thank you. Do you remember his name? Jordan. Um, yes, it was Jordan Claw No, no, it was Jordan F something. Jordan Well, we'll find <laughs> Should I look? Yeah, you should look. We have to- I'll uh I'll kill time. Floyd. Jordan Floyd. Jordan, Jordan Floyd. Jordan Floyd. Cool name for a cool singer. Very cool. <laughs> uh yeah we get theme songs submitted to us to our email if i were you show at gmail.com keep them coming that one was one of my favorites but you know what there's a lot of favorites in your brains right now just waiting to come out and be recorded so thanks guys for submitting um how does this work how does this podcast work well it's for starters it works usually by you explaining how it works so i don't (laughs) know why you're putting me on the spot right now uh we find people in sticky situations uh in their own conundrums. <laughs> See, it's not so easy. No, it's After really All right, let, let me try again. I can't write theme songs and you can't introduce the show. That's I why can this partnership th- works. Uh, it's I, or you, today, <laughs> Ooh. the theme. All right, uh, so... <laughs> The theme of the show is we help you out of your sticky situations. You email us in with your problems, and we are going to try to give you advice. Whether or not it's good, we're not sure, but we're going to definitely try to make it funny, or at the very least, insult you and shame you publicly. <laughs> uh, so, how do people write into the show? They email us, which at is if I were you show at gmail.com. And I resent the quiz <laughs> that you're putting out <laughs> of me right now. I really don't think it's fair. Objection leading. <laughs> Uh, but I'm leading you towards good answers. Leading the witness. <laughs> me towards the path that you, my lawyer, want to take me to. <laughs> leading me. You're leading me. <laughs> can you say objection as a witness? I don't think so. Or can only lawyers object? Only lawyers can object, I think. I object to that. I think anyone should object. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I object. Uh, sure, and that means nothing coming from you. Uh, <laughs> sitting in a towel cavern in your apartment, eating a sandwich, watching this trial. How did you even get in here, sir? <laughs> so um, you're just watching Judge Judy, <laughs> objecting from home. So, yeah, should we just uh throw ourselves into this business? Yeah, let's hurl ourselves into it. Uh, we try to keep it to half an hour or less. Recently, we've been going over, hey. No one's complaining. Except for uh, actually, uh, yeah, people, we got a yeah. lot of like people We're saying uh, like, losing a, a little too much. We're so losing. Let's try to listeners. keep it to thirty yeah. minutes this time, huh? <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number one. Oh, we uh, we give these emails a fake name. You know, we try to keep these people anonymous as possible. So we give these real emails fictional names. To preserve your anonymity. Oh, nailed it. That's right. <laughs> uh, what fake name should we give this person? We didn't really discuss a theme for today's episode. Um, yeah, and uh, therefore... Hey, I got one. I got one. <clears throat> Ned Flanders writes... We've already done Simpsons. But there, we, there's so many characters, we might as well not burn it after five. Really? We're gonna, no, we're going to repeat a show this early? <laughs> you think you can think of another show right now? I tell, tell you what, yeah, I, I really do. Uh, Corey. No, okay. we already did this, too. All right. Do we do Boy Meets World? Uh, ooh, good question. No, I don't think so. Did we? I would have remembered we do Topanga. Yeah, I don't think we did. All right, Corey. Corey Matthews writes, Hey dudes, so there's this girl who I'm really good friends with, but I've also gone through some times where I want to take it to the relationship level. This has happened twice before. The first time she said yes, but then took it back. The second time it was a straight up denial. But now I think I want to ask her out again. She's changed a lot over the last six months and seems even cooler. If I tell her how I feel and she reciprocates, that's great. But if she doesn't, I'm just afraid we won't talk again. To make matters worse, she is currently in a stable relationship (laughs) with some dude, and we're going to go on holiday with them with the girl, her boyfriend, and some old friends from high school. Should I tell her, wait for her boyfriend to leave, or not tell her at all? Thanks, Corey. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like how he thinks that it's hit still his decision to make. Right. I like how he's like, she's gotten even cooler the last yeah. couple months. Like That's so now, the problem? <laughs> no. Yeah. Have you gotten cooler? Right. She's rejected you twice. She's already, already out of your league. You're like, oh, if you can imagine. I actually like her even more now because she's gotten cooler. <laughs> also because she's rejected me twice. I'm yeah. pretty into it. Uh, dude, I, I've definitely believed that she's gotten cooler. <laughs> uh, I definitely think that you are... <laughs> I, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, if if I tell her how I feel and she reciprocates, that's great. Yeah, no, We know that it's great. You've asked her out twice before. So, yes, it, it would have been great <laughs> if she said yes the so first time. I can't believe how positive this email is. She rejected me twice. I'm going to ask her out again. She's got a boyfriend. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what should I do? Should I ask her, wait for the boyfriend to leave, or just sort of uh, never ask her again? Uh, you already told her. You actually, we applaud your courage because a lot of people don't even have the courage to ask out their crushes. Let alone once. twice. Yeah. yeah, let alone twice. So you, you've already done so much. We're already very proud of you. I don't know if you should, quote unquote, fire that third bullet. But you know what? I mean, you might as well just keep them coming. <laughs> Maybe she won't be able to resist this onslaught. Like in poker, if you bluff before the cards come out and then you're supposed to make a continuation bet on the flop, it's like, okay, that second bullet. Then it's like, they, you get keep you keep getting called you keep bluffing and bluffing and bluffing now there's like all the cards are out do you fire that last bullet make that last bluff and try to steal the pot you might as well because you obviously don't care that much about your friendship right it? Yeah. i mean yeah what's the friendship like at this point i mean if you have like a an, like an undying crush on your friend you might as well just always tell her that you like her and you want to date her because otherwise like you're not getting anything out of the friendship yeah that's you're just what, waiting for the boyfriend to leave that's sort of a common question it's like I really have this crush on this girl. Should I tell her and risk the friendship that we have? But how often is the friendship based on the crush? Like, you don't actually. Yeah, you don't actually. You shouldn't be friends with uh, someone that you just have a crush on, right? It's, uh, yeah, I think so. So and it's I, either like relationship or nothing. Like, yes, it will jeopardize the friendship, but the je- the friendship doesn't really exist anymore because all right, you want is. what do you actually want? You either want a relationship or nothing. You like the idea of the friendship because at least that means like you'll keep in touch with this person, you'll see this person, and you have a massive crush. Right. Sometimes it's fun to have a crush, so you want to draw that out. But I think eventually you always have to take the plunge of like, I like you. Yeah. And I think they, the people only value this relationship, this friendship, because they have a crush on the person. So it's like, I don't want to ruin the friendship because hopefully down the line, she'll like want to hook up with me too. Right. Yeah. It's like that. There's something to playing it slow too. Right. So like, do you want to like, you want to like this be the moment that you jeopardize it all? Or do you want to do that in well, two for months? this guy, or you might months. as well just like, yeah, you've jeopardized it twice. So just keep on going. <laughs> keep on jeopardizing. You've earned it. So should, should she at least, She also has a long-term boyfriend, stable relationship. I like. He didn't say long-term. He said stable. <laughs> it's like a very solid relationship All right, so that's anyway, built on. So anyway, she's head over heels in love with this other guy. Should I say something? Should I should I destabilize this relationship? <laughs> yeah i think i'd at least wait until the like the boyfriend's out of the picture or maybe it's like or the has... relationship is less stable as you say it's like it's like don't it's, rock the boat you shouldn't meddle it's like this building is is a goddamn fortress should i try to hit it with my little hammer or wait till there's a few kings in it <laughs> there's a castle wall and i have a slingshot what do i do here uh so if you're gonna go for it for the third time if i were you i would wait until the boyfriend is at least out of the picture, that at least gives you some opening. Yeah, and when you're asking make... like a huge asshole when you like say something to her, she probably doesn't have a large interest in somebody that comes and tries to break up a relationship. Right? She might think you're a jerk for doing that. At this point, I'd say you have like a point 0.1% chance. To put it in a sports metaphor, this is like a full court shot. And when the boyfriend is out of the picture, at least it's like a half court shot. There right. is a possibility. Or a deep, deep NBA three. <laughs> Maybe like a thirty-five footer. Shot clock's running out, but you got a loft one. Pray for the best. Uh, cool. Thanks so much for uh, <laughs> writing us in, Corey. <laughs> and we are sorry to to uh, crumble your world around you. No, we've been meaner to people. Yes, this guy, sir. we at least respect this guy for trying. Yeah, he's got respect. he's got a good attitude. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's doing him. Unfortunately, um, it's not going to work out with this girl. Uh, unfortunately, the good head you have on your shoulders is uh, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You have a good dumb head on your shoulders. That's not true. You're not dumb. All yes, right. you are. <laughs> you won't let me make this guy feel good at the end. It's <laughs> like, all right, silver lining. You have a good, good head on your shoulders, but it's dumb. All right, all right. right. but maybe it's not entirely right. dumb. Yes, it's, it's stupid. It's better to going. have a dumb head than to have no head at all. Yes, all right. I guess, but yeah. barely.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> Second question. Uh, this one comes from Sean Hunter, hmm. Mr. Hunter. How's that impression? Toda. Pretty good. Hey, y'all. So I started using Snapchat because my friend suggested it to me, and before I knew it, my weak mind got addicted. I started Snapchatting with this cute girl I know, and I've started noticing her pics have been getting increasingly more revealing. I usually get some cleavage shots, and the last one was of her in a bikini. Does this mean anything? Should I seize that cheese, or is she just playing? What would you recommend I do in this sticky situation? By the way, she just recently broke up with her boyfriend, big fan Sean Hunter. So, so at least he made he, the uh, good move of waiting till the boyfriend broke up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you've you we've done Tinder. You've you're you've shepherded Tinder to all of our listeners. Can you explain what Snapchat is? I can explain why he thinks that this girl is flirting with him. Okay, and I've done it um, with a picture of myself right now. Uh-huh. I while you were talking, I took a Snapchat. So what? At least start with what is a Snapchat for everybody who's older over thirty. Jesus Christ! Do you know people? All right. because so. I, I wouldn't know what a Snapchat is if it weren't for you. A Snapchat is a. It's like a picture message that vanishes after a, up to ten seconds. So it's an app that allows you to send pictures that vanishes. Pictures and video that uh, erases. There's no trace of it. So it's like it's inherently flirtatious. Yes.
1: Okay. I would say that.
0: But here's the thing. It's um. Like, texting doesn't allow you to send group messages and let someone think that it's just to them. Uh-huh. Snapchat does. I could Snapchat like eight different people on my list with a flirty message, and every single person will be like, oh, that was just for me. So I get pictures of somebody's cleavage. It's like, that's hot, but I wonder who else she's like sending it to. to. So I would not, definitely not ask a girl out based on a, a Snapchat. Snapchat. I think what you could do is escalate it a little bit and like, Asking her questions via the app or something. I I'm 28, so I don't even know if I'm using this app. (laughs) It it literally just might be like dick pics for everybody, tip pics for everybody. (laughs) I like to uh, pics for everyone. I (laughs) I at least like to know that uh, something's coming only to me. So like I'll ask a question, and then if there's an answer or something like some kind of unique thing that makes me know that it's for me, that's what I'm going after. Snapchat is one of the few apps that makes me feel old. Like I am too old to use Snapchat. It's so immature. It's so young. Like everything is so silly and flirtatious. And I just, I feel like my, my ship has sailed. I can never use Snapchat. Uh, Really? I mean, I think. High school and college, that's the ultimate Snapchat age. You know, I, I thought the same thing. I downloaded Snapchat. I was like so upset by it. I was like, I don't understand what this is. It's like pictures of people's faces and they wrote like morning commute. Right. Like no, I don't want to know that. <laughs> and I deleted it. And then I like was watching other people look at their snaps and I was like, oh, this does look kind of fun. It's like goofy. Right. So I re-downloaded it, which is also what happened with me and Tinder. And I fell in love with it the second time. Oh, you deleted Tinder the first time you used it? Yeah. I deleted Tinder the first time I used it. Why? Because I was swiping. There wasn't like, I wasn't like, um, really impressed by the quality of people on it. Jesus. Was, like, Swiping to the left most of the time, and then I was like, you know what, this is boring. But then I watched like people playing it together, which is like, oh, I want to be part of this. So it's part so of like, it's like the a social, room with like yeah. five guys Tindering, like holding up matches, <laughs> and uh, that <laughs> got me back you troglodytes, you cavemen. <laughs> ranking your girls and lifting up the ones that like you back the girls play it the same exact way do I, they yes they do I they, know they for, get in a group and they swipe guys hung to the left out, and right yes yes and, and then I, they they raise up the ones that they like i don't know if it's that exact <laughs> extreme but i know that i've hung out with girls who are like yes we we like tinder in crews of people and i've seen girls like uh sending screenshots of their matches I know that happens. So it's it's an equal opportunity, shallow game. Yes, I'm sure guys take it a little further, but... But it's for both people. So definitely. this guy who's been Snapchatted flirtate Why is Snapchat so inherently flirty? Like, why do you send... Why are they, like... Whenever you get a Snapchat, there's, like, a little part of you, like, ooh, maybe this is, like, a booby picture. Right, which is also why Snapchat is... Like 90% of the time, disappointing because I'm like, I see something like, oh my God, is this going to be boobs? And then I open it and it's like somebody's face in bed being like, I don't want to get up today. I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, really... you know who
0: does want to get up today? <laughs> yeah. Is I my wanna... little general. <laughs> <laughs> is that the second time you've called my penis a little general? Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. I guess that's, that's enough. <laughs> Let's not get it to three. Very funny, it's very cute, and it's not—it's—it's it's not little. It's a gigantic, swinging general. It's a okay. goddamn admiral. He's the—he's the naval <laughs> and commander. I'd appreciate it if you'd salute it right now. <laughs> I really would like you to uh, stand up and salute my penis. <laughs> so So, so what's our advice Um, I wouldn't ask her out based on the Snapchat but I would try to escalate its flirtatiousness by sending back some flirtatious ones yourself and see if you're getting like responses and then if you guys have a rapport where you are snapping each other uh, then it might be time but But also there's a thing that you can do in Snapchat if you go into your contact list you can click on a name and see who they're top three snaps are like the people that they snapchat with. Uh huh. And if you're in that top three, then that's good. That's a good sign. That oh, she does it with you a lot. So who's in your top three? Um, if don't you know. don't mind saying on this very public forum, let me, I'll, let me check. I don't know if I can look at myself. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, Three three <laughs> friends of mine <laughs> All right. perfect. Dude. story checks out <laughs> Three friends, so if you're listening, friends, it's probably you uh, <laughs> uh, here's a question what is there uh when girls send you uh, revealing photos of you, what's the response there? You can't send one back, can you? Um I've never sent a picture of my penis, right, but like what is the equivalent of like you shirtless? I I think I've done that like once, but it was like in response. It wasn't like your boobs. Here's my here's me. Like it was like I would send a sexy pic at some point. So girls send booby Girls have a great thing with the boobs because it's like it's, it's not so graphic, but it's like super sexual. Right. We don't have anything like boobs. you don't have boobs. I really I mean I show them my boobs You're shamelessly. Right. Like but you but walk like, around topless. It doesn't. You don't mean nobody anything. gets like vagina shots unless yeah. you get to that point on Snapchat. You just open and see a vagina. Like right. I don't. I can't just. Send somebody oh, Jesus Christ, a penis picture is so foul. <laughs> you have nothing you should just send her a picture of somebody else's boobs. Oh, that's a, nice, that's a good idea. It's like here, I respect you, and I'm going to send you also a picture of, of boobs, because I'm sure Unfortunately, like I do not have boobs. I wish I did. That's, <laughs> that's sort of the lot God dealt me. but uh, <laughs> here's a picture of boobs. All just... I've got is this massive admiral, that's all. <laughs> Salute it. All right, uh, let's move on to the third question we are hitting the five minute marks very evenly this time i like that um all right third question this one comes from mr feeney george feeney george feeney hey dudes so there's this girl i've recently started seeing and she's really great we get along wonderfully and she is very attractive as well as intelligent however i hear rumors that she has been around and is easy and i am somewhat scared of getting an std from her how do i ask her if she's clean without making it seem like i'm calling her a slut much appreciated George Feeney. It's funny to think of Mr. Feeney writing that. It's funny to imagine uh, how different our answers are about to be. Right. <laughs> well, the, the premise is like this guy heard that this girl that, he's been, uh, that he likes has been around and is easy and he's not turned off by that. He just wants to know if she's clean before boning her. But I feel like in my brain, when I hear a girl has been around and is easy, I am less interested in her. But for you, that doesn't affect how interested you are in a girl. If if she's attractive, smart, and did he say funny too? He yes. So yeah, what do you? It doesn't matter if she's easy. It's I don't know. For some reason, it just feels like when the challenge is gone, if it's like oh, she will hook up with. But maybe there's some other challenge. Maybe it's not like challenging to hook up with her, but maybe it's challenging her to, to get her to like. Just like you or something. Or maybe it's challenging to get her to open up. Maybe she's just used hooking up as like a, as a, you know, keeping people away thing. But for some, for whatever reason, when I hear someone has hooked up with a lot of people, I'm less interested. But maybe, is that me being shallow? Or is you it being... you being shallow for not caring? I think it's definitely more negative on you. (laughs) That's what I've ascertained. I'm not quite sure how yet. I don't know if it's shallow. It's like uh, closed-minded, maybe. So if a girl is... You heard that a girl is hooked up with a lot of your friends in addition to a lot of people in your class. If she's hooked up with a lot of my friends, then I'm like doubly interested. Doubly interested? Yeah. Why? Because I want to be on the same level as my boys. (laughs) (laughs) If I hear a girl that I hooked up with is hooking up with my friends, then I'm like, oh gross but if i haven't hooked up with a girl and i hear that she's hooking up with my friends i'm like oh i'll hook up with her too <laughs> really i don't know why that's so interesting because if a girl hooked up with one of my friends i would consider her off limits oh yeah no the opposite for me Does if a that... girl hooks up with one of my friends i'm like that's really attractive i want that too so there's no amount of friends that this girl can hook up with for you to be like turned off by it no i mean the only thing that would turn me off is if like she liked one of my friends and my friends liked her right and then it's like my like, oh, emotions are involved, involved then i'd be like oh okay no but so you're, you're, like, you're able to separate that. I mean, not I would probably still be mildly attracted to her, but know that I wouldn't pursue it. What if you're at a party and you have a crush on a girl and you look up and she's making out with Jeff Rosenberg? Right. And then you're like, oh, that's cool. I want to hook up with her too. I don't think it would be like that instantaneous. <laughs> I don't think, oh, Jeff's kissing her. I want to kiss her. I think it would be like Jeff kisses her. A couple of weeks go by, Jeff hasn't kissed her since. There's nothing happening between them. I'm like, oh, what's up with that girl? I would kiss her. All right, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay, so this guy's a lot like you. He just wants to know if she's clean or not. How does okay, he ask her? if she's clean or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You don't care if she's clean or not. First of all, what do you like? What diseases are you worried about? I don't does he, know. Does he think she has AIDS? No, but maybe like uh, chlamydia, gonorrhea, could, well, okay, herpes. Both them, yep. All right, herpes is rough, but those you can see the signs of herpes. If she doesn't have open cold sores, then it's fine. But is that true? Do you want to give that advice right now? Is there a way? <laughs> is, I, that's what I've is heard. Is it possible for think, a girl to look clean and still have herpes? I feel like the I answer think is asking yes. someone if they have herpes is like it's. If you have herpes, it's on you to say something before you hook up with someone right. or at least like be cautious. And I think, and you, herpes are not contagious if you don't have open source. Okay. So the other ones, chlamydia, gonorrhea. Cured with penicillin. So if it's curable, you might as well not even ask. Yeah. I think I've never got chlamydia or gonorrhea, but I wouldn't, if I did, I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, that's an adventure. That's a fun story. Like, <laughs> I've got chlamydia. I, I'm going to take antibiotics for a week. And if then, I got chlamydia, that would be an adventure yeah that's the name of your autobiography would be the best adventure of all (laughs) move over burning man there's a new adventure in my life gonorrhea it's called an std (laughs) and i am dtf uh i've been asked before hooking up if i have an std sure that's the thing that happens right it's like well but it's like while you're hooking up You don't do it, like, before you hook up. Right, I would not, like, if I were at a bar and someone's like, do you have, like, are you clean? I'd be like, what are you talking about? But if, like, you're in the moment. the But the other dangerous thing is, like, in the moment, she she, if she, like, does and she wants to hook up with you anyway, she might just be like, no, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm fine. But, like, what are the odds that she gets a test done every single time she's had sex, especially if she's, quote, easy and been around? But also, I would, quote, rumor, okay? That's, like, that's not even necessarily true. Right. Who, Who knows what the rumor, if the rumors are true? So maybe she's very, maybe she's a virgin. And also, like, STDs on women, I believe, are, like, very easy to spot. It's like there's rashes and discharge. Like, you're not (laughs) going to be having sex with her while she's like. Well, this is why I want to institute my scarlet letter theory, which is uh, (laughs) forcing girls to brand themselves whenever they have an STD. Yeah. Guys can still, you know, keep it play it cool, play it close to the vest or whatever but if a girl had to sew a giant <laughs> you, STD to her face. You absolute dick! What? To her face? I don't know, or to her clothing or something. I just nothing that she to can remove. To her face or her clothing. Yeah. What is STD I just, sewn into her goddamn skin? I just don't want I just don't want to like have it put on a cardigan that she can take off. You, you know that's a little, it's a little small of her to hide that from <laughs> me. This microscopically small des- of you. I deserve to know and see that. You deserve to be dead. <laughs> Specifically from some sort of sexually transmitted <laughs> disease um, so you're not scared of stds and your advice to this guy is he shouldn't ask her he should just yeah if, you're, look if you look for like her it. if you're if you like while you're her, hooking just up with her maybe like give her a quick little pap I, a little a little <laughs> cotton swab on the vajay if put it in it, a petri dish you how to do a very discreet pap smear right now <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if there's a website that's like swab a girl in her sleep put it on a petri dish and mail it to us and there's then we'll no way <laughs> That sounds, I guess now that I say it, it sounds illegal, but right. at the very least, it's interesting. Before let's, you said let's let's not it, like, mis- now that you say it, it a second time, it sounds illegal. It sounded illegal as soon as you said a sleeping pat smear administered without a girl's consent or knowledge. Excuse you. <laughs> I know we're only on the third story here, but please jump out the window. <laughs> I, <be> like- <laughs> I hope you die. Let's well, just and try so- to land on your head or face. <laughs> My neck or clothes. If you will just lean out the back of the window and just sort of <laughs> fall backwards like you're going scuba diving or something, I think that would do the trick. And please don't flip all the way that you land on your feet yet right. again. <laughs> yes. You really should land concrete against the back From of your STD skull From STD being sewn onto someone's face to a uh, sleeping pap smear, I think, I think you deserve to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> And uh, yeah, this isn't like the kind of thing that you can apologize for or play off as a joke. This is just a—it's uh, a death—it's a death sentence. <laughs> yeah, it really sorry. is. I am the executioner here. I'm the judge, jury, and the executioner. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Guilty, I guess. Please leave. Die. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. <clears throat> Ready? Ready? What? Uh, did we finish? Did we uh, answer this guy's question? Well, I know I gave my advice, which is to not worry about it. Right. I guess my advice is to ask her about it in the heat of the moment. Which she'll definitely lie to you and then remember that you asked her about it. Right, but then Great. you good asked job. her. No, Let's move on, pal. Then, good. You, <laughs> then you ask, and then when you get an STD and your friends are like, didn't you at least ask her? you be like, no, I didn't ask her. I just figured she was clean. Really? You didn't hear that she's been around? No, I haven't heard that she was been around or she was easy. Or would you like to say, oh, I got an STD, but I asked her and she said she was clean. If you get so, an STD, don't tell anybody. At least just you go got to a the a clean doctor, conscience. Get it, get it straightened out and then a you can go home. A clean conscience. Who cares about a clean bill of health? At least you're not blaming yourself. How's that for fair? How's fair. that for feeling good, being able to sleep at night even though your penis is on fire? <laughs> that's unrelated to the STD. I'm just talking about lighting your dick on fire before you get that. Which is, bed. yeah, that's what you like to do, right? Yeah. It's like Instead an of alarm. getting an STD, yeah. you just like to light your own penis on fire. <laughs> I like to, uh, you know, I'm light I'm very promiscuous, but every once in a while I'll light my pubes on fire just to see what it feels like. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hot, oddly enough. It's very warm. Um, all right. Halfway point. Not really. We're 25 minutes deep, but we can, uh, we can uh, take that break that you like to take. I love this little break. I live for this Just break. like a mental vacation. Yeah. How you been, man? Uh, good. We, um, <clears throat> we recorded a podcast yesterday for uh, last week, and yeah. today we're recording one for this episode. Yeah. Because we're trying to get two out before you go to Burning Man. That's true. Are you still excited about Burning Man? Uh, at this point, I'm still very, very excited about Burning Man. Just downloaded a Burning Man app. It's so yeah. funny because by the time this is released, you will have survived or died at Burning Man. Right, I'll be back from Burning Man, listening, listening to, to me talk about future Jake. I just wanted, <laughs> I just want to tell you that I know you're about to have a great time. I hope everything goes very smoothly. I don't know. No, this is this is future Jake. You just returned from Burning Man. Oh, future Jake. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear all about the the crazy experiences you had. I hope they were all as positive as. I currently think they will be. <laughs> I hope they surpass even my wildest expectations. You said you sort of knew what you'd feel like at the end of Burning Man, or you had a good estimate of what it was, but you never told me how, how what it was exactly. You said, oh, I feel like I'll know what I feel about Burning Man when it's over. Do you remember that? Not really. You're like, oh, I, I think I know how I'll feel about Burning Man. Oh, I have said, I think like at the end of Burning Man, I'm gonna be like, I can't wait to go next year. I'm gonna go next year. Right. That was the best. And then, like, as next year comes around, I'll be like, that was a lot of like planning and effort last year. I'm Maybe it. it's not I had that it. experience. I think that I'll only go once, but I mean, who knows? It is consuming your week, like yeah. just thinking about it, knowing that you have to go, and it's expensive, and like it took a lot of effort. I mean, I started planning this in February. You started you what you bought a hundred dollars worth of costumes yesterday. Yes. So what are, what are costumes for Burning Man really? Well, it's not really costumes as much as just my gear and, like, who I'm going to be on the playa, which is Jacob. Uh, But I got... Everybody's a character. Everyone's not a character. Everybody's their truest self. (laughs) There's a difference. Uh, So I bought a fur vest, a fur coat, a cowboy tasseled jacket, and uh, army pants. (laughs) So that's you. You're going to be living some sort of post-apocalyptic YMCA dancer <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, I also bought welding goggles to uh, shield the uh, dust from my eyes. God, I can't imagine something I'd like less than Burning Man. I mean, it seems amazing. I downloaded the app today and it was like, it's telling me all about the theme camps that I get to hang out in and they all sound incredible. But I don't want to be hot and uncomfortable for so long. Well, a bunch of these theme camps have like shading and couches and music and drinks all for free. So you're saying I would like it? I'm saying you could go there and I think you could probably be relatively comfortable. At I, least more comfortable than you imagine. Like I think that you think it's like going to Iraq and like sitting in a hundred and ten <laughs> degree heat, like in a little like eight by ten square of shade <laughs> that you can't move or you'll burn to death. Yeah. It's not that. There's sushi. There is sushi. There's a sushi tent where you can go and get fish. I am into sushi recently. <laughs> but we'll save that for another break. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> let's let's actually never talk about how much you like <laughs> fish uh we're almost out of time but let's try to get one more question in. let's do it um <clears throat> this one comes from another dude was it four dudes today yeah we got to find some more ladies for next one this is fucked um what's Corey's brother name eric 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 matthews writes i'll be honest i don't have the greatest alcohol tolerance but problem is i don't want people to think i'm a lightweight puss i mean i bench 175 at the moment That might sound like a stupid problem, but I'm going to be a freshman in college in a week, and I've heard how big drinking is there. Any advice on how to build a better tolerance or how to seem like more of a tank? Love the show, Eric (laughs) Matthews. It's cool that we have fans that are so unlike us. Right. If our fans knew us, if this guy was a freshman when I was a freshman, he would ridicule me right he would make fun of me he could bench you You. oh no he can bench more than me I weigh 20 pounds less than what this guy can bench how much can you bench uh maybe like 110 we're talking about like a one rep max one rep 110 is that a lot or a little I think that's a little oh yeah I guess I do like one okay I'll say 125 (laughs) (laughs) I've done a few at 110 so I guess one rep is like just the maximum you can put up once yeah Maybe like 250. (laughs) Now that I As long as we're lying about shit. If I could do 10 at 110, I feel like I could do 1 at 1,100. uh, Yeah, if I can just sit here in this chair and tell you how much I can bench (laughs) and we don't have to go to a gym and follow up, I guess I can bench 275. Does that math work out? If I can do uh, 5 at 100, I can do a 500 once? I also can't believe this guy is asking me and you how to seem like more of a tank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, in my experience of being (laughs) tank-like. But you have a good alcohol tolerance. That's true. You can't bench worth shit, but hey, you can drink <laughs> a lot. I, uh, I, well, I also feel a little silly, or uh, silly is not the word. I feel um, <laughs> illegal. I feel criminal giving a seventeen year old uh, <laughs> advice on how to drink as much as possible. <laughs> not even like how to score alcohol for like a little bit of fun, but how to. Basically, binge drink. Here's a question. Isn't this a good problem to have? Isn't it... Like, I hate the way alcohol tastes. I wish I was drunk after one drink. Yeah. Why is it considered lame to be drunk after one or two drinks? Isn't that good? Every, you're at saving like, money. And, and in school, everybody drinks excessively, so you need to, like... Well, they drink until they get plastered. Right. But if you get plastered in one or two drinks, I'd prefer but that. Everybody... You know, it's, it's crazy because it's, like, it's cheaper, it's easier. It's probably healthier, too, because you're not... Your yeah, you're putting like, less swimming, poison in right. it. Right. But... No, I think like at school, you kind of people like do those things where they they like duct tape all the cans of beer they drank together to like make a huge like staff or trident. You can fake that. So, this is what you do. I wish there was a pill that got me as drunk as five drinks did. I would take that pill, drink cranberry juice for the rest of the night. There is, it's Molly. (laughs) That's not not drunkenness, is it? It's like happiness. Drunkenness, it's. Probably similar. If scientists wanted to stop worrying about diseases and start worrying about getting drunk, you think there's a pill that can make you as drunk as five drinks? Uh, yeah, I think there are like definitely pills that make you feel drunk. That's okay. like people abuse um, uh, people, painkillers. prescription painkillers. Yeah. Right. So what we're saying is get into these <laughs> yeah. Oxycontin... What we're saying is... Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about drinking. Try prescription painkillers. And actually, if you wash down an Oxycontin with like <laughs> Just a few shots to... of vodka, like that <laughs> shit will swim fast. Uh, no, I think you should. If, if drinking comes up in college, don't try to like overdo it. Just your tolerance builds up naturally. You're very young. And above all, don't drink. You're not of legal age. <laughs> More importantly, please never have a sip of alcohol. That being said, if you do, your alcohol tolerance will rise very quickly. I mean, you work out. You know how things work. At first, you're a little weakling like me who can only bench 120, 125. And then as you do things more and more, your body gets stronger and stronger. The body has a great uh, ability to heal, grow, and become better over time. I mean, think about getting cut and then your skin just heals. That's I, sort of magic. Think about how you can bench 175 now. You couldn't do that before. Yeah. You're a go- you already are a goddamn tank. You're a goddamn tank. But seriously, having a low-tolerance... I feel like I'm onto something here. It's not as bad as uh it seems. Like, you know, how they say you're a two-beer queer? Yeah. I would love to be a two-beer queer. In fact, I probably am a two-beer queer. You might I just be. I've never had two beers, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> You've never even finished one beer, right? Uh maybe I've had one beer. I think beer is so disgusting, man. That's so funny. I think it I've said it this before, but when I'm when I drink a beer and then I look around and see how many of m- people are enjoying it, I think all of society is playing a Truman Show-esque prank on me, and I'm not falling for it. I mean, I'm, like, sort of with you. I think they but like, craft beers are, can be very delicious. I wouldn't want more than, like, two. I feel like 40 like, people are, like, drinking, oh, let's right. drink the this like shittiest drink and then give it to Amir. So, and so like, he'll be like, oh, this is so good. And we'll be like, gotcha. This just tastes like asshole. This is a prank. That we're we're going to reveal it on your 40th birthday. <laughs> when I say I like beer, they'll be like, you idiot. This is a 20-year con. We got you to say you like this asshole taste. Companies were rich off of this You're this the prank, saying the emperor's new clothes exist. No, I'm staying. I'm staying firm. Beer tastes like what it feels like when I puke a little bit in my mouth. It tastes bitter, which is a bad thing for things to taste like. You know, when milk goes bad, it goes bitter or sour. That's what beer's default setting is. It's also very carbonated, which, as a personal preference, kind of burns my tongue. Don't appreciate the carbonation. And three, you have to drink so much of it to get drunk. Not worth it. Can I suck your dick? That was the hottest rant I've ever seen. This is me talking to a girl at the bar. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, barkeep, another water. <laughs> Watch me guzzle this. You really vodka have to give tonic. us money or something. You can't just sit here and insult the beer. That's why I only order the girliest cocktails. You do. My goal is to get drunk without tasting alcohol, and usually that's the pinkest, reddest, or bluest drink. Yeah, I always like. You would love a daiquiri. Yeah, like a even like a virgin daiquiri. <laughs> I feel like that would be ideal. I just like for me. strawberry smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get a razzmatazz from Jamba Juice that gets me high, <laughs> drunk, faded, gone, <laughs> rolling on anything, I would do that. <laughs> a peanut butter mood for this very prude dude. There is. <laughs> um, cool. That was a uh, that was good advice for this guy. I say don't worry about it. Get drunk off one or two drinks. Tell people you drink a lot. But, you know, they won't remember Remember how much you drink. They're so plastered anyway. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? They're the ones wasting money. The next day, I promise you in college, nobody is like discussing the next day like, oh, man, did you see that? Eric didn't (laughs) didn't, like, you only drank like three beers. No one's looking at you. You you self-centered prick. (laughs) (laughs) The world doesn't revolve around you even though you're built like a goddamn shit brick house. I guess that's tough if you want to like pledge a frat or something where like they binge drink to – initiate you right which is already the most dangerous stupid thing i've ever heard so try not to do that i guess try not to join a frat well try not to binge drink i don't want to shit talk frats you sure you want to shit talk frats i mean you think they're stupid i don't think they're cool (laughs) <laughs> what about what about our listeners that are in frats? I mean, they're cool. You're cool, obviously. Obviously, I mean, we chill. don't want to alienate those people. Uh, all your friends are the assholes. Uh, all the people that you considered brothers are the losers, not you, unless they start <laughs> listening to the podcast. Your brothers.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just, it, I wouldn't say it's cool versus not cool. I would just say it's not for us. I would say,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: Cause we're because we're cool. Oh yeah, because we could join any frat we wanted. It's just like. <laughs> It's not for us. And uh, also, if we walked into a frat, or if I did when I was a freshman, I would get laughed the fuck out of there. Unless it was quote unquote the Jewish frat, the nerd frat. Any frat would become the Jewish frat if you joined it. (laughs) Like a little drop of red food coloring in a giant container. Once you mix it up, it becomes dark, dark blood red. (laughs) Every frat would become the Jew frat if I joined it. That's the shirt. That's the shirt. All right, we are more than out of time. We keep going long, but I guess that's good. It's good. It's free content, you know. Oh, we are going to start charging for this podcast. Oh, this 20, is a good time to yeah, drop the bomb. So it's, actually, uh, nineteen ninety nine per half episode. You have just finished this episode, which means you will be billed by the iTunes Store. Your first episode is going to be two ninety nine. How's that? That's pretty good. Everyone just got charged. So, uh, and then from here on out, it's uh, twenty one ninety nine per half episode. <laughs> so listen to the break, or then listen to the second half when we loo- loosen up a little bit. Uh, no, just joking. It's always gonna be free. Thanks for to ever. our awesome sponsors. They give us the money so that you don't have to. Perfect. And then you can check them out and you know everybody's happy. Everyone wins. Um that's it. That is more than our time. Uh thanks so much for writing in, everyone. That email, once again, for those of you who don't know, is if I were you show at gmail.com. The submissions are getting better and better. The emails are so fun and funny and we love them. songs are awesome too. Yeah. So keep those coming as much as possible. We really appreciate any and all feedback and even the tweets and Facebook messages that we get when a new episode comes out is great. The viewership goes up and up and up uh, uh, with every episode. So we appreciate all you guys staying tuned in and spreading the word. Except for that guy who we probably lost uh, a couple episodes Where ago, we him and yeah. every frat uh, brother that just <laughs> I think decided our, to kick my ass if they saw me in the street. I think our goal is to just keep going and going until we alienate every single person that thinks we're funny. <laughs> me and you are the only fans of the podcast. Uh, we want to end the show with another theme song, which is you know how we do things around here. Another user submitted theme song, which is comes from. Do you remember this girl's name? Claude. No. Claudia. Audra Audra Audra, Audra <laughs> Did I say Clotta? <laughs> no, 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 it's a real name It's not a name that you just made up It's an actual name that she has To be fair, Clotta was closer to Audra <laughs> <laughs> Than nothing at all, I guess uh, So this one comes from Audra Evans Thanks so much for listening, everyone We appreciate and love you all
1: Welcome to